Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Oh man. Wow. What? This is why they pay us the big bucks. Break down we, games like this. Do we decide if we were going to use the funky music or not? <laughs> I don't think that was a debate tonight. What's going on, everyone? Welcome into the Losers Lounge. <laughs> we are presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Make sure to use the code DNVR when you sign up and download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Apologies for my betting advice tonight. My God. Uh, DeAndre Jordan did not get a double-double. <laughs> the Nuggets did not win. We're going to break it all down for you. Actually, there is a lot to get to. Uh, we'll do the fast recap. We'll get to our notes. And I think there were a lot of them. There were definitely some takeaways from tonight. First of all, joined here by Brendan Vogt. Oh, well, thank you for introducing me. Uh, what an exciting, vibey show we've got lined up. I can't. Uh, we are vibeless uh, right now. Dude. We need vibes. I need vibes from somewhere, anywhere. Oh, we need somebody, that. anybody. Eh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, behind the glass, the trying to give me vibes. We, we had a vibeotomy uh, <laughs> oh, performed on us in the middle of that fourth quarter, and now we're positively vibeless. We're minus vibes right now. Dude, also joined bad. by D Line. That's him right there. Hey, what's there. up, guys? Uh, glad to be back. This is amazing. Wow. Yeah, first uh, Nuggets like? post game launch for you in a while. So is, let me recap what it is to be a Nuggets fan. Yeah, because uh, I, you know, as you know, I'm out of practice. But is it always where? Jokic has COVID and they lose in heartbreaking fashion in the fourth, and uh, none of the starters score in the fourth. <laughs> Depends what year you're figure in. out. Yeah. What just happened? Is this what it's like? I don't remember. <sighs> Not usually, Eric. Oh, okay. So the Nuggets fall to the Knicks tonight, 106 103. They blow lead in the fourth quarter. Should we do a fast recap here? Let's I think do you it. just did one. <laughs> <laughs> I got to do a fast recap oh. for the people. Um, this game started with Julius Randle coming out. And Fuego, and that was a sign of things to come. He came out, hit his first two shots of the game. He had nine of the Knicks' first 11. Two open threes, knocked them right down. Denver's game plan was to let Julius Randle and the Knicks beat them from three. Well, Julius Randle beat them from everywhere tonight. Wow, that game plan worked. Yeah. He had 24 (laughs) points in the first half, 7 of 12 from the floor, 3 of 7 from deep. Jamal Murray had a great first half, too. He got cooking in the first and second quarters. I thought he looked smooth. He looked aggressive. He was in rhythm, getting to his spots, and and really just looking for his shot. He had 12 points in his first 14 minutes. MPJ did not have a good first half, did not have a good game tonight. He went for three points on one of eight shooting, one of six from three in the first half. If you're looking at the stat sheet, yes, he did not attempt a shot in the second half. Denver found some momentum to open the third. This was a close game throughout the first half. It was a close game throughout the second half. 
The Nuggets got some momentum after halftime. Michael Malone goes to a Bones Highland, Christian Brown, Bruce Brown, Vlaco Chonchar, Zeke Naji lineup late in the third. That lineup blew the game open, kind of. It totally worked. The Nuggets had a nine-point lead because of that lineup early in the fourth. Then Bones took over. A couple deep threes, a couple near-logo threes. Of course, it felt like that was going to give Denver momentum for good, like Bones Highland threes typically do. Zeke Naji was even playing well. Dude. Big offensive rebound, a couple nice finishes inside. How is this not a winner's lounge? It looked like the Nuggets were going to win, and we were going to be in a winner's lounge. Denver's offense just sputtered. Nuggets could get nothing going on offense throughout most of the fourth after that run at the beginning of the quarter. The starters came in. Jamal Murray couldn't get anything to go. They were settling for threes. Michael Porter Jr. was nowhere to be found. And Denver scored two points between the six-minute mark of the fourth and when there was one minute and 40 seconds left in the fourth. Five minutes about where they did not score a single point. They were down one with 30 seconds left. Couldn't get a good shot up. Jamal Murray couldn't shake Jericho Sims. KCP's prayer didn't go. Then they were down three on their final possession. Coming out of a timeout, Jamal Murray just dribbled the clock down, couldn't get off a good look. I don't know what that play was. Was that a play? Didn't I don't like know. It. I'm not sure. Uh, but that shot didn't go. Denver loses 106 to 103. A game that it felt like really for like 42, 43 minutes of game time that right the Nuggets were going to win. Right in there. It hand. felt like they were going to win. Let's go to big takeaways. Brendan, vote. What do you got? You know, mostly reared its head in crunch time, but there's no identity without Jokic. And that's, okay, he's supposed to be there, fine. But we've seen that rear its head with the bench and the non-Yoke minutes, and it is eerily reminiscent of the LeBron later Cavs years, Mm -hmm. where it's just everything is about what it's like when the ball's in his hands. And when he isn't on the floor... It just seems like there's not a cohesive game plan. There was a lot of fight. Malone tinkered. There was that good funky lineup that seemingly broke the <laughs> Very game funky. open, like you said, like extremely they, funky. Should it, you know they were in a position to win this game, and then I, I think when push came to shove, it was a bit identityless, it, and those starters just didn't know where to go, and it just ended up being Murray dribbling a lot. So it was it was tough to watch, and 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 also I will say another reminder that it's going to be up and down with Jamal, right? Like we saw him play really well up front for a little bit. Yeah. And we said maybe he's back. And I think this is a good reminder that it's not a full on uh it's not a full on Jamal Murray quite yet. Yeah. D line, what's your well, takeaway? I mean, that, that is the big takeaway. It's that yeah. the Nuggets the Nuggets without Jokic are barely a team. Like Right. So this te- this game is meaningless in many ways. It, like it would have been cool to steal it. They Nuggets should have stolen it. Yeah. Um and I think like that my but my big takeaway in the context of this game is like bro michael porter jr Mm -hmm. man like you are in a position where you are one of the big dogs on this team and they were without their leader tonight The, the nuggets didn't have the most important part so like that should be incumbent on you to step up it like he started off like he was it wasn't at first for lack of effort. He just wasn't hitting shots. Like, okay, that's fine. Like, shooters shoot, though, man. Like, shooters, for example, shoot 
even one time in the second half. Like when he missed, I mean, he was like one for eight. Like he didn't have it, but like, then you just watch his head drop and you're like, oh no. Like here comes this like Mm -hmm. howdy body language. And then he just like was just like sort of a participant in the game. Like wasn't particular, wasn't setting screens, wasn't doing any of the little things. Wasn't like really defending, uh, jumping into shooters again. Like the same stuff that we saw in Boston. It's just like, it's so disappointing when your team needs you so desperately in a game like this and yeah. one of your massive stars just is a complete and utter no-show yeah i mean michael porter tonight five points one of eight shooting like you said did not attempt a shot yeah, in the second half and i think it was his first three-point attempt that he made and then yes. he missed his just next everything. seven right and it's like you know michael porter jr plays a dependent brand of basketball he's he is notably bagless. Like he doesn't just get the ball and, be, and create his own shot, but he also like wasn't like cutting hard. He, he like he didn't want the ball. Yeah. I do think much like the Boston game, my biggest knock on him this season so far is when those early shots don't fall, he does seem to withdraw himself from yes. the contest a bit, and he puts mm-hmm. his head down. And you know there are other ways you can get involved, keep up the effort on the defense and the glass, but then also go get it. You know what I mean? Like you get don't, it, man. don't be afraid to keep shooting. Have that short memory, you know. And it, it did feel like it was a lot of standing around. Dude, every time that they, every time that you saw a close up of his face, it was just like, yeah, he it looks like he didn't want to be there. I was shocked he got subbed back into the game Me late, too. to be honest. Brutal. But um, I mean, I think we can stick with that. I, I don't think Mike Michael Porter should be like the black sheep for this no. game or whatever. It's this is like, listen, like this is not an indictment of Michael Porter Jr. The player, but like he was bad tonight. And, and, and we're this, talking about this game. We're talking and, about this game. And this, and this game, was, was bad. a golden opportunity for him to step up and have a great game. We were here talking on the pregame show like, oh, is Jamal Murray going to be the guy? Is Michael Porter Jr. going to be the guy? Are they both going to try to, you know, take that lead role tonight. And Jamal Murray clearly did, and Michael Porter didn't. And I know, like, when Michael Porter has these games and doesn't shoot the ball a lot, people are like, oh, well, he doesn't get the ball. Well, he's got to help himself out. I, I mean, know, I mean he's like, just standing around out and, there. And just to, we're one game off of when he just did that, when we saw yeah, that yield positive sure. results. So I think for it's a sure. very fair. He was bad. He wasn't the reason the Nuggets lost tonight, though. It, it was crazy how coming down the stretch of this game, the Nuggets, who have had two days off, seem like the team that just didn't have that extra gear. And the Knicks, who are on the toughest back-to-back in the league, I know. won in Utah in a close game last night, and it felt like they had an extra gear tonight. Like, the Knicks had more energy. They were, like, the aggressor down the stretch in the fourth quarter, and the Nuggets were just, like, holding on for dear life almost that that is the part that that probably irked me more than anything tonight yeah i mean i didn't i don't know if i necessarily felt like they weren't playing hard or anything no not 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 at all it's just like they just didn't have that juice right the knicks did when they weren't supposed to and yeah and they did look just about all of them looked scared to be on the floor in crunch time a little bit or just or just disinterested so it's to me it's not disinterested they just they don't know what to do that's it. Identityless. Identityless. They, I mean, and you know, like, you don't develop like an a identity outside of Nikola Jokic. You just, right. You don't do that. You just like. So when Nikola Jokic isn't here, it's like, oh man, like we just have to have our like hoopers step up and they got to hoop, right? Yeah. 
they were until the end. Like clutch time was always when you like really learn about a player. Like sure, and you know, you for example, like we kind of know where Jamal Murray is. Like he started when things when the 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 heat was not hot. He was he was in it, and you could count on him. And then like as the pressure ratcheted up, it's like okay, he's still not quite here. Bones Highland, on the other hand, only guy out there. That guy wanted all of the smoke. That guy never stopped. That guy wanted to win this game. He was the only player, maybe outside of Bruce Brown, that I can think of that like really showed me that they wanted this win. Jamal Muriel. I mean Jamal Murray. Zeke had some good moments tonight too. But like in the waning moments, like Bones Highland was the one that stepped stepped up. That's like not what we were expecting. Yeah. I want to get to Bones. I just want to say this point about MPJ real quick. We've always talked about him as like this guy who could go to the Hawks or go to like the Magic and average 25 points a game. I think tonight showed that he is still pretty reliant on Nikola Jokic to get a lot of his offense. And it it was a little bit of evidence about how much Nikola Jokic helps Michael Porter Jr. out. Uh, Yeah, because the same shots that he's getting with Nikola Jokic on the floor, like those were nowhere to be found tonight. Yeah, he's I mean, he's an off-ball player. I mean, he, Helio Mike would be a disaster for any team, Helio. so there's no doubt about that. <laughs> Although I did think, though, even to start this game, he got four or five looks that are super, or three or four looks that are super makeable for him. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't like, we know he's limited in terms of putting the ball on the floor. So to me, it wasn't actually no Jokic and he couldn't do anything. He still got looks. He just bricked them. Yeah. He just bricked them. Um. And I still think he's had a great season. But this is, I think it's the big knock in the two games he hasn't played well. You can sort of watch him grow dejected after those misses and take himself out of the game when, and I, and this is a compliment, he's actually shown this year he can have winning impacts of outside of that. So just wanted it to see it tonight, and we didn't. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's tough. The Nuggets just they didn't have any juice tonight, especially in the second half. They looked soft. They well, they lacked physicality. It wasn't the whole time, man. It was like they had a very comfortable lead. Yeah. Until about four I'm, minutes. I'm speaking late in the fourth yes, quarter when the, the Knicks turned it up. Yes. And the Nuggets were like, oh, let's just have Jamal They're, Murray dribble around and shoot a three. Dude, what, what was happening? Well, they didn't. I mean, I feel like they drew up the 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 out-of-bounds portion of that play, and then there was nothing from yeah. there. Well, let's talk about the last play of the game. Um, Do we have to? Was that a play? <laughs> the Nuggets were coming out of a timeout. I don't know what to call it. And, like, Jamal Murray just dribbled around for 10 seconds <laughs> and like, couldn't really get off a shot. He I, fully didn't get off a shot. No screen, no nothing, nope. zero pass possession that it seems like might have just been called for Jamal Murray to ISO Yeah. after a quarter where it seemed like he spent the entire time ISOing and he wasn't able to, like, get any airspace. So I wasn't really surprised when he couldn't get any on that final possession. I don't really know what happened there. Maybe we'll get uh, some clarification from the guys at the arena, but I don't know. Yeah, I had very little confidence in that. With each dribble he took, my confidence really, really dropped out. It just was not Jamal's night in the fourth quarter. It was not too much dribbling. Um, And I think one thing, (coughs) excuse me, saw a couple people pointing this out on the old interwebs tonight, and I think they're dead right. One area of tentativeness or inability maybe is just he gets the switch and he's not crushing those the way he used to. Uh, He doesn't, it's not maybe a little too much thinking or dancing. These are guys he should be able to get by and can, you know, so 
I think it was just some more evidence that there's a little bit more or, or maybe plenty more for Jamal to grow between now and the end of the season. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing, guys, to me, the biggest thing that was not just a winnable game, they had a, like a double-digit lead, that just the late-game execution without Jokic, the lack of an identity without sure. Jokic, it was it was glaring. It really was. Um, yeah, Denver just... They didn't have any purpose like late in the fourth quarter of this game. It was Even though, like, be, disappointing to like, see. Entertaining. Yeah. Like, that's really their main purpose as a basketball team, <laughs> to just entertain us. Sure. It is an entertainment in that, business in that, in that sense, they had no purpose. <laughs> that was not entertaining. That was yeah, terrible. For sure. I mean, there were a couple bright spots tonight. Bones Highland looked like he was going to win this game for Denver. Um, he finishes with 21 points off the bench, tied for a team high, 7 of 15 from the field, 5 of 10 from three, seven rebounds for Bones Highland tonight. Yeah. Two assists, one turnover. Uh, he was a minus six, but he is our uh, DraftKings king of the game. Uh, Yair, if you've got that ready to go, there it is. Oh. 21 points, seven rebounds. The DraftKings Sportsbook Dude, king so of the dope. game. This should have been a vibey bonesy uh celebration lounge where we were just talking about how dope bones is releasing a how, shirt yeah dude how he has like, he has unlimited range he has no fear he'll go in amongst the trees like he'll do whatever it takes and like you i mean he's like physically not one of the most even close to the most imposing guy out on the court but like he just doesn't care I love the way the in a good way, yeah. I just love it, dude. Like, I mean, sometimes it works against him, but like nights like tonight where Bones is just feeling it and like he understands, like he is one of like the only basketball players I swear in the league that like appreciates that. Again, their main objective is to be entertaining. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, well, he, he definitely he, is like, that. Plays with joy. It's like he wants people in the arena have fun. You yeah. Know, versus like most every other basketball player, they're like. You know, we're going to we're we're off to Milwaukee next. Like the the most joyless expression of basketball. Yeah, Bones. That's that's not what Bones is about. And I, I just I just wish we were able to focus on that. I know this should have been a Bones night. I I mean, he's like one of the few guys on the Nuggets that wanted this one tonight. You felt like I almost wonder if the ball should have been in his hands at the end of this game and, and, and not Jamal. And he might've just taken a bad shot, but also is that worse than that possession? Probably not. Especially with the way he was, was shooting. Was that even a bad shot? That wasn't even a shot, dude. That was just a bad. Right. Yeah. Just a bad. Yeah. Uh, Zeke Naji looked good tonight. Okay. He actually started off like in the first half playing really poorly. <laughs> I was like, well, this might be it for Zeke. Then the second half, I thought he had some great moments. He was on the floor for a lot of the fourth quarter. He finished as a plus two in this game. 13 points, three rebounds, 26 minutes, five of seven from the field, only three rebounds. But I don't know. You just felt his impact a little more tonight than he usually do. Um, sorry, we're talking about Zeke. Yeah. I'm sorry. I spaced out there for a second. I just want to say real quick to the chat. Uh, we hit the super chats at the end of the show, so we saw that and we will get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it was a tale of two halves for Zeke, and I thought a big part of what made the second half well, second stint successful, is what made the first stint a uh, nightmare, and that's rebounding, and that's really the biggest thing he can do when he's on the floor to a help the team, but b I think you know earn potentially more minutes or at least ingratiate himself in the eyes of the staff. And he had some big ones. He had one massive offensive rebound in the yeah. second half that turned into a Bones three. That was actually when I thought that game was won. Um, so 
I, I thought he worked through. He looked rusty at first. Looked like a guy that hasn't played much. And then I thought he worked through it and found something by the end. Uh, it's mostly about rebounding, and it was nice to see him figure some of that out. How encouraged are you by Zeke's game tonight? No, did not doing I mean, it for you. He's fine. He looked fine. Yeah. Like he's, but it's just like Zeke's not a guy we're gonna be counting on. This like this is the the first part of this. Like there's so little to take from this game from a long term standpoint. Right. This game, like, hopefully is a full outlier in the story of the Nuggets this season. Like. We'll be like, oh, remember those couple games that Jokic didn't play? And it's like, we didn't really know what was going on. Zeke came in. He had a couple. Uh, he played with some a little heart. And he uncorked or attempted to uncork one of the slowest three-point shots I've ever seen in my entire life. And a guy was able to block it that started off 20 feet away from him. <laughs> Jericho Sims, who I actually want to spend an entire Sims. segment on. Um, he has like a 45-inch vert. Yeah, uh, so I mean, like, I love what I mean, like, I, you know, we watch the Nuggets, like, I want every Nugget to be good. I truly do. Like, yeah. I love when guys get an opportunity and they do it, they do right, and they, you know, like Zeke definitely didn't hurt his stock tonight. You know, I, I don't know that he like vaulted into the uh, rotation. Yeah, I don't think he did, but I think it was a positive, an encouraging game for him. He was him. part of the best lineup, right? The best lineup, the best stretch in the yeah. game for sure. Yeah, yeah, most assuredly. But I mean, like, I don't, I like, you know, what do you, what, what do you take from from this game? Yeah, especially for Zeke. Yeah, or what time are we at on the show? Uh, All right, <laughs> let's hit a break real quick. Uh, we'll get to some more notes from this game on the other side. Behind the scenes, dude. We've got uh, Adam and Dev at the arena tonight. We'll speak to both of them here at Michael Malone, and uh, I'm sure Jamal Murray and Bones Highland had to say after doing? this game. Think they're getting dipping dots. It's probably uh, a beer. I bet the two of them are eating a, a berry kebab. A berry kebab. <laughs> <laughs> we'll speak to them. We'll also probably go around the association. Oh, see what's popping around the rest go, of the league dude. after yes. this. DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top-rated sportsbook. <laughs> and the bar just shut the lights off on us. <laughs> I don't, We're still here. Is, the bar was so done? pissed about that game that the bar they just, just shut the lights off. We, is this like, is it, is DMVR done? That's it. <laughs> Pack it up. We're done. But DraftKings Sportsbook isn't done. They're just getting started because as you guys well know, the NBA is back. You guys just watched your favorite basketball game of all time. And with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner at the NBA, new customers can make any $5 NBA money line bet. You get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. Stepped up Same Game Parlays. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code DMVR. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code DMVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions do apply. See those show notes for details. Uh, When's the last time either of you uh, played golf? Dude, uh, the last time I played golf, I played so poorly. That was that a change up from the normal outing? You son of a <laughs> I'm a pretty good golfer. Who yeah. here seen me golf? I've seen you go. I actually saw you rip one once. I'm I was a, a good golfer. I was actually disappointed. I, thought you were I know, dude. It. I know. Well, you don't have to be a good golfer uh, to look good on the golf course. You just need pins and aces in your life. They're the yes. official golf apparel partner of DNVR. We love our pins and aces gear. Uh, Eric gets tons of compliments on the oh, course. Dude. People compliment go. me all the time on a variety of things. Just, uh, just a. They're like, oh, they just look at me. And they, they look for a compliment. They're like, is that pins and aces? You're a really good golfer. <laughs> Did you know that? You're really good. Is something wrong with the audio here? 
No, I think we're fine. Uh, chat says there's something. No. Okay. Oh. Yeah, All keep right. Going. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Pins and Aces is family owned, and uh, they're based right here in Colorado. Let's go. So many chances to get your fits off, get your swag on on the course. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even their our favorite, the beer sleeve. Very innovative product. It's very important that when you go golfing, you can store seven beers right inside of your golf oh, yeah, bag dude. and keep the drinks cold the entire round. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR. You get 15% off your first order and free shipping. That's at Pins and Aces. People are saying it sounds like there's a mic in the kitchen. And there's background noise at the bar when there is nothing going on at the bar right now. There's not even a bar, Chris. So there, there's, I don't know what is going on here. The bar has never been more quiet. It's, yeah, uh... you're, please fix this. I think we're back. Okay. Do we think we're better? Let's go. I really have... Oh, oh my God. it was Dev. <laughs> it's goddamn Dev, dude. Ah, dude, is if we go to uh, Ball Arena and Dev is doing dishes, <laughs> that would be a shocker be of the century. Um, let's run down the rest of this box score. KCP, thirteen points, five and nine shooting, hit a couple threes. I mean, I feel like his three changed the momentum of the game, like that big one he had in the fourth quarter. But um, he picked up a technical tonight. I felt like. The Nuggets let the refs, who, of course, the refs had some questionable calls tonight. I mean, they always do, but I felt like the Nuggets let the refs get in their heads a bit tonight. Mm. Like Michael Malone picked up a technical, or he, he almost picked up a technical. Yeah, KCP got one. I felt like there was just too much complaining going on. Um, Jeff Green played 28 minutes, pulled down two rebounds. No surprise there. DeAndre Jordan actually... He was pretty terrible defensively tonight, I thought, even though he was a plus 10. Not that first play of the game when he pounded R.J. Barrett's yeah. soul into the ground. That. <laughs> um, Bruce Brown was okay, but he had four turnovers. Like, Not enough Nuggets role players played well tonight. Yeah, and It's tough, though, man. They played good enough to win. They all played good enough to win. The start, the the quote-unquote starters, that when they came back in and were like, oh, we're up 10. And they just like cruise. I mean, the role play because I I mean I know what you mean, but like it's tough to like KCP was good in moments and he was like fine in moments. He was like at a, a KCP game that normally if you have Nikola Jokic running the show, you're like, yeah. oh KCP's dope, dude. It's just that the starters went scoreless in the fourth. Like that's gonna be the, the starters went scoreless that's in the, the fourth. taste that's in that's left in my mouth for any of their performances, you know. Yeah. It's just there was a winnable game right there in the fourth. You throw out all of the, the other context, no Jokic, whatever. It's a winnable game. This team's on a back-to-back. -back. Go get it. Uh, and they all came up short. So that's yeah. That's the part, you know, when I do grades, like I'll look at how well they might have played for three quarters, and then everyone's getting – all those starters are getting knocked down a peg because it was just so bad. Yeah. But the bottom line is Nicole Jokic is not going to play this next game most likely. He might be out the game after that. They need somebody – to step up, especially against Dallas. I know Dallas lost tonight. We'll get to that in around the association. No Luka Doncic. I'm sure we'll be playing against Denver, but like they just need somebody, you know, to step up a little more. Ideally, that will be Michael Porter Jr. Like I'd be pretty surprised if he went one of eight again. Um, it's most likely got to be him. Uh, but they're just going to need guys to step up, specifically some of the role guys on this team. Not having Aaron Gordon tonight, I think was a huge loss as well because huge. late in this game the nuggets i feel like michael malone was probably 
torn a bit. Or maybe he wasn't. Maybe he always knew he was going to close with Jeff Green. But DeAndre Jordan definitely wasn't going to close because, you know, the Knicks were playing Julius Randle at the five in the fourth. It wasn't going to be Zeke Najee. He was fouling too much. He was just a little unpredictable. It was probably always going to be Jeff Green. But if Aaron Gordon was playing, it would have been Aaron Gordon. Right. For sure. Right. No question. And, I mean, you wonder about him. He's got a non-COVID illness as of now. You wonder if that develops into a COVID illness, like sometimes <laughs> those things do. Oh, my God. But um, Aaron Gordon's been great on the glass this year. He just had 17 rebounds in a game not that long ago. I mean, just having him vote might have turned this game. It's huge. And I feel like it's been a couple of times in a row now where he's missed Maybe I feel like in my head he's missed a game that Jokic has also missed. Maybe and it's and and I always think it's it's not just Jokic. You can't just reduce it to Jokic, especially on a night where they could have maybe used more physicality. It would have been great to have some lineups where they could have gotten out and run more. You would have thought that would have been a big part of this game, as Eric mentioned in the pregame. And I think Ag could have, you know, would have been conducive to that. His presence. Nuggets had twelve fast break points tonight. Yeah, you got had 21. You got to think he would have contributed on that end a little bit better of a rebounder. Would have liked to see his defense on Julius Randle. Um, Jeff Green got rocked in that first half. Yeah. Yeah. Also, just Aaron Gordon's physicality. Just physicality. Yeah. He, just a different he's a element. guy that brings that. I, I think the Nuggets definitely need more of that on this yeah. team. And if they're going to like trade for somebody or make an acquisition of the trade deadline, they've got to get somebody who brings physicality. He would have been a good matchup on Julius Randle. Right. He would have just brought some toughness in the fourth, I feel like. Uh, so, yeah, they really missed Aaron Gordon tonight. You missed Aaron Gordon, I feel like. I think it's more about me and my feelings That's about right. Aaron Gordon. That's right. I just yeah. like seeing him on the court, like his hairdo this season. I think it's like his best hairdo we've seen so far. It's improving, yeah. Don't you think? It's, do you think it's his number one hairdo? The, it, it bunched up in the back with the, the, the braids? Uh, I might like the braids. Just full braids. Just full braids. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. This is the best hairdo. <laughs> you are the expert on this. He, yeah, man. No, listen. Like, uh, I hated this game. Yeah. I hated this game. I do, hate, do we have Dev Yair? Do we have him waiting? Can we go to Dev oh, here? Let's, let's get that from guy. the arena. I've never talked to Dev. Uh, uh, if Dev's not while I've been cream. on the show and while he's been at the arena. Yeah. If he's not doing dishes or something, oh, I'm going to be look, disappointed. He's, he's being ascended to heaven. Oh, and he's not paying attention either. There's Dev. Oh. You guys there. Yes, we can hear you, man. <laughs> hey. How are you? How's it going? How's it going? Uh, at Ball Arena, dishes everywhere. Um, you know, <laughs> with, uh, cans and pots and, and, and things like that. And um, there's not a lot of uh, finishes. Not a lot of finishes here. Dev, what was your big takeaway from tonight? Uh, the big takeaway was uh, this was a, a perfect opportunity for Jamal Murray and, and Michael Porter Jr. to, to be the guys, to, to be able to score and get their offense going again. Um, they did it. Um, Jamal Murray had a, you know, okay game. Um, but this was, you know, one of Michael Porter Jr.'s uh, worst games. And um, he got down on himself and he just kind of uh, shied away from the moment. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it was a golden opportunity for Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. to just kind of take this game over. Jamal Murray tried to. Tried to. <laughs> that is true. He, he couldn't in the fourth, though. Um, Michael Malone just spoke post-game. What did he have to say, Dev? What, what was interesting that Michael Malone had to say? 
Well, he said that there's uh, there's no moral victories, as, as we know. That's uh, Malone's uh, big thing. He did say they were down two starters, um, and it was just kind of sad that they didn't execute uh, more. He said if they took care of the ball, um, he feels like that that is a game that they, they clearly would have won. Um, so just making sure that they take care of the ball, execute, especially late in games, um, and just compete on both ends of the floor. Yeah, 15 turnovers for the Nuggets tonight. It felt like the Knicks definitely capitalized on a lot of them. Um, yeah, definitely did not take care of the ball in the fourth, for sure. Also, I have a question. Did you try Did you try to make your camera lens dirty? Is this an intentional thing? Do you like the effect of full white streaks that cover your entire body? Was this intentional? Yeah, the worst part is uh, <laughs> it, it was worse than this. It was actually just worse than this. I, tried. I don't believe that. <laughs> also, See, I now you guys <laughs> understand how hard it is. When uh, I'm post-game at the arena and you're giving me shit for my camera, well, blah, no, blah, listen, blah. Listen. Oh, mean, what is that angle? You look you like say, you got If you're it. saying now we understand what it's like to be deeply unprofessional, <laughs> I do understand that. It's just nice to know that uh, you also are, are suffer from that same my affliction. My computer was shot. My computer was shot. <laughs> Uh, what, what else did uh, Malone have to say, Dev? He was uh, he was big on the bench. He said that he feels like the bench did uh, play great. He uh, specifically called out um, Zeke Naji, uh, Bones Highland, and also that that minute the minutes from uh, Vlatko. Um, nice. He talked about uh, Bones uh, stepping in. He said that uh, it was kind of like tough if he was going to actually um, play in this game just because uh, he didn't test. Uh, um, negative until today. Um, he wasn't worried more so about the test, but rather than uh, just not playing um, in, in a couple of days and then just going straight in. But he he loved those minutes um, that he gave in the, in the game. Um, and he just said in the warmups, uh, he had a lot of coaches that were just watching Bones and just seeing how he was responding to things. So it was truly a questionable call until um, warmups. If I need one player to like play after sitting out and oh, not yeah. doing anything and sitting at their house oh, for yeah. Oh, yeah. five days, it's definitely Bones Island. Can no. you imagine if he didn't play in that game? <laughs> oh, man. The vibes would be way worse. Uh, anything else, Dev? Yeah, he went on to talk about uh, Zeke Naji. He said that uh, Zeke's uh, a guy that's not playing as much as he wanted to, but the good thing about Zeke is that um, he stays ready um, every single time. He went on to talk about um, how he's playing aggressive, made a three, got to the foul line. He was very aggressive on the boards um, and just uh, just prepared for the moment. Um, um, so that was the highs. Um, he did go on to talk about MPJ. Um, the question was asked about um, him just being aggressive and putting him into those situations. He said that uh, um, Michael has to stay aggressive. It's not on me. Um, he has to play better. He can't allow disappointments and missing shots uh, mess up the other parts of his game. So he feels like... Um, MPJ was very upset about not making shots, and it just started to, to um, translate out. And, and that's something that he called out very direct. Yeah, I mean, we could see that too. And if, like, Michael Porter is not making shots, like, that sucks. But if he if that takes him out of the rest it's of his terrible. game, like, come on, man. that's even worse. And that's just something that's not going to fly with, with Michael Malone for sure. Yeah, the, the last thing that, uh, that I'll leave you with, uh, he did say that, uh, that he does not expect uh, Jokic or um, Aaron Gordon to play into the next game. He didn't go into details um, on the set that they should be prepared um, to play as if they won't have both of those guys. So it sounds like Aaron Gordon has COVID. <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's what I'll take away from that. Or he has a really bad non-COVID illness. I don't know. Yeah.
What was the atmosphere there uh, like today, Dev? <laughs> Curious. Uh, it it was it was pretty like mellow until like those uh, those big bones moments. Um, yeah. Every time I, I bones hit a big shot, it, it erupted. Um, especially when um, bones hit that buzzer beater, um, the crowd went crazy. He, he's a guy that's just so entertaining. He's into the crowd. Um, everybody just kind of watches what he does. Um, also late in the game, it was a pretty big uh, Knicks crowd late in the game when they finally uh, took the lead. Um, Super the crowd cool. Started uh, very. <laughs> loud. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it. Thanks for giving us well, the uh, well, the lowdown. On, on. Did you guys do the perch? Um, we we kind of did the perch. You know, we kind of did the perch. They said that uh, Harrison is not being as consistent as he can be. Oh, um, boy. So that's why they haven't been perching the same. Oh. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How how did I get thrown into this? <laughs> well, uh, who said that? Adam. Oh, all right. I'll bring that up with him in segment three. There it is. There yeah. it is, dude. The call's coming from inside the house. Oh man. All right, Dev. We appreciate it, man. Take care. See you, Dev. See you, Dev. We miss you. <sighs> that was good to see, Dev. It was pretty. It brought good, my wasn't it? vibes up slightly, but <laughs> not that much. I- I've got a take about Bone Thailand uh, that I was going to bring up earlier, but I forgot. I feel like he's leveled up as a shooter this year. Like he shot thirty-seven percent from three last year. Definitely. This season, he's at around 50%, but the thing is, he's taking, like, tougher threes and deeper threes, I feel like. I got to look at the numbers, but I feel like he's, like, leveled up, and his shot selection has been tougher. He's getting guarded closer. Defenses are paying more attention to him. He's higher up on the scouting report than he was last year. I just feel like he's leveled up as a shooter. Yeah, I agree. I think it actually took a while for that part of his game to come around the rookie season. We actually saw flashes of other things first, and then it was finally the logo threes. And now I think you're seeing that reputation really manifest. He's shooting from deeper. He's shooting off the dribble. Even sometimes, you know, some some not as great shots, but he's hitting them. So it's I think he looks like a much more dangerous guy from three. And that's necessary with this unit uh, right now or, or the well not this unit tonight, but the bench unit in general. So he looks way more confident from deep and it looks like a real weapon for him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I think just what like adds insult to injury tonight is that the Knicks look so bad for a lot Dude, of we this. We were clowning game, the man. Knicks. We were calling out oh. each individual Nick. We were laughing at their various deficiencies and you know, imagining a world where you'd have to cheer for these bums and then they beat us. They just beat they just won the hardest bat to back in basketball. They did. Are you got to give them props. Oh Julius Randle killed the Nuggets tonight. <laughs> oh, Jalen Brunson had 21. Uh, he played well, 21-5-7. and no. Derrick Rose had 13 off the bench. No. My guy, Jericho Sims. How, what do the Knicks want for Jericho Sims? Like, Can we open this trade negotiation right now? What, what about Vlatko and... <laughs> I think they just hung up the phone. <laughs> um, Jericho Sims like, was great, I thought, for the Knicks tonight. Wind had some real roster envy for the New York Knicks. For just one guy. I know, I know. For just one guy. I was just envisioning him as uh, our backup center. Hey, man, he's the third string center when Mitchell Robinson is healthy. He's got to be available. But a lot of the guys on this New York team were just awful tonight. I mean, Isaiah Hartenstein, trash. Adam's guy. (laughs) He was awful tonight. (laughs) 22 minutes. He, like, barely played. He was getting outplayed by the third string center. 
Um, RJ Barrett, like one of my least favorite players in the NBA, yeah, was really, awful tonight. Really all over RJ Barrett. Well, RJ Barrett, man, people talk about him like, oh, he can be the centerpiece of the Donovan Mitchell trade, <laughs> and you actually watch him play, right? And like, there's no way this guy is good. Yeah, he's soft. There's no way RJ Barrett is good. Yeah. You talked about the let the Knicks beat them from three strategy, and that actually was super effective if you yeah. take Julius Randle just out of the whole equation. Well, Julius Randle only shot three of ten. That's what I'm saying, right? He made two yeah. early and then just kept shooting, which like was oh. a good thing. The Knicks shot 23.5% from How do we lose tonight. this game? Dude, I... those RJ misses had me looking for like a bomb ah, shelter. They were dude, hitting the rim uh, so hard. Can we, not, I don't wanna, can we just like sit here and just like fume? I didn't want to talk that's about That's what this. we're doing, right? Let's, let's hit another break. Let's hit another we're break. To be I want to be unhealthy. <laughs> uh, we'll be back. We'll go around the association. We'll talk to Adam Mars, who's at the arena. We'll hit all of that on the other side. Yeah. yeah. On the other side of this break that I am just oh, super dude. prepared for. Brendan Vote, a.k.a. the Denver Nuggets starters in the fourth. Nice. Dude, not ready. That's actually a bit too far. <laughs> Breckenridge Brewery is the official beer of DNVR. They also have um, seltzers. You can buy Love those the the as well. We love our Breck Beer products here at DNVR. There's the Mile High City Capalaga. Capalaga. The Capalaga. It has nothing to do with Boston, but I can't help myself. It's got a sleek blue can. It's got the new nice Nuggets logo on there. You can't miss it if you don't know where to find it. <laughs> Just check out the Breck Beer locator. It's a neat little tool. Yep. You tell it what kind of beer you want, and it tells you precisely where to go. That's my kind of tool. So check out the Breck Beer locator. Check out the Breckenridge Brewery. Do you think they could locate this Breck Brew in my What are you head? drinking right now? Mile High Copper Oh, of course. Why did I even ask? Why would, would, would you ask did a I question even? like this? What a stupid question. <laughs> game Time is the hottest new ticketing app, and there are a lot of ticketing apps, but the difference with Game Time is you're just going to get the best last second prices you'll ever see uh, on tickets to sports, concert shows, Nuggets games. I would wager, especially Nuggets games without Jokic, those tickets might be for sale. But uh, if you ever dreamed of sitting in a seat you never thought you could, 50 yard line, courtside behind home plate, or wherever his dev is sitting when he is international, uh, you won't find a better deal this season on the Denver Nuggets than Game Time. It's created by the fans, it's for the fans, and it guarantees the lowest price. If you love DNVR, you'll love Game Time, and the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link. In the description, Yaya's got it pulled up. Make sure you're checking out the descriptions of these shows on YouTube, on your podcast descriptions, however you get it, because we got some info in there, sometimes some deals for you. So make sure you're checking that out. Make sure you're buying your tickets through that link at game time. Should we go around the association, guys? <laughs> Please. Let's go around the association. I want to start here in Phoenix. Do you? <laughs> if the vibes could get any worse, man. The Suns beat the Warriors 130 to 119 in a game where Steph Curry had 50 points. He had 50 points? Steph Curry went for 50 tonight, 17 of 28 shooting, 7 11 from three, and the Warriors lost by double digits to the Suns. Bro. That is a weird situation. How, so, how long? What's the campaign started? Chris Paul didn't even play in this game. What's the threshold for a poor start for Golden State? Where we stop where they, saying, yeah, where it's just like they're starting slow versus this, like how uh, the Los Angeles Rams went to won the Super Bowl last year, right? Yeah, we've won like a game this year. Like how many? How how long does this have to go on before you're not penciling the Warriors in as contenders? Is that possible? 
Oh, I, I still will, probably until like they lose in the first round. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I mean, I'm the same way, actually. They're 6-9 and nine right now. They're 0-8 on the road. How can this be? What is the difference? Their bench. They have the they have yeah, uh, they have a terrible bench. And Steve Kerr's doing like a lot of um like lesson teaching with the rotations as much yeah. as he is like coaching to win games right I now. I almost There's feel like whole... the Warriors could be they're six and nine. I feel like they could be like ten and four if they really wanted to. Right. But they're trying to explore their bench. You go. I know like they Zeke just Naji was exploring his game at summer league. Yeah, the, that's the, the Warriors are trying to explore their bench right yes. now, and their young guys. I would imagine. Yeah, it's not the championship rotation. You yeah. know, they're they're going through some stuff. Um, I do not want to sleep on the Warriors. Just to be clear, Chad, I'm just asking because at a certain point, the slow start goes goes really yeah. long. They're going to make a trade, and it's going to be James Wiseman for somebody. Clay's been bad too. Clay's yeah. Been bad. Uh, the Dallas Mavericks, who the Nuggets are about to play two games against. Maybe without Nicole Jokic. They lost to your Houston Rockets, Eric <laughs> Weedham. Your Houston Rockets beat the Mavs 101 to 92. Oh, Houston man. gets their third win of the season. Dude, what if we lost tonight, not to the Knicks, who just completed the most difficult back to back in all of basketball, but to the Houston Rockets? <laughs> no Dallas Mav starter scored in double figures tonight. That's pretty bad. That's real bad. That's Would you rather have do. that or scoreless in the fourth? Oh, uh, that's a fun uh, question, neither. huh? Sleep on that, everyone. The <laughs> Minnesota Timberwolves, guys. They're hot. What? I love they're it. back up to seven and eight. They've uh, won two in a row. They right. beat the Orlando Magic tonight. 126 to 108. 30 points for Carl Towns. Rudy Gobert had a nice game. Their starters killed it. I mean, they beat the Magic, but at least it was a W for Minnesota. Bowl Bowl, 26 points, 12 rebounds, 26? three blocks. God minus damn, 22. This Bowl Bowl thing is so maddening. Why couldn't he care 1% when he was in there? You just got to you gotta do yourself a favor and check the magic record. Every time you start to get... No, I know, but... Like, I know, I'm just saying it helps. It's a helpful... The magic of 4 and 11. Yeah. But I like, why couldn't he try like 1%? I think he tried 1%. I would say 1 was probably say, I think you're selling him short, actually. <laughs> I think he gave 1%. 1%. Why couldn't he try 5%? <laughs> That might be about <laughs> accurate. Uh, I'm hearing we do have Adam Mares at Ball Arena. He just finished up talking to Jamal Murray, I think, to Bones Highland, I think, oh, spoke man. to the media tonight. Curious to hear what those oh, guys had to say. Setup. Oh, here we go. Adam, I just saw you, and yeah, then you went off camera. Yeah. I know you're right there. What are you doing? Oh. You guys found me. We got gotcha. you. <laughs> Look at the setup. You got the wind where it's up high. Down low. In case anyone is uh, could, was not aware, Adam is the father of two young children. <laughs> <laughs> these, uh, are his, these are his jokes. Adam, could you uh, jiggle your keys for us or anything? <laughs> so dumb. He has Man, kids, to, not dogs. Well, he does have dogs, but I have to entertain myself because this was not that entertaining of a game. <laughs> but that's my good. number one takeaway. Yeah, was, I was going to ask you for your big takeaway, but was that it? <laughs> It was that was definitely one of them. Team, you know, down the stretch looked like they didn't know what they were doing, um, yeah. which I guess is understandable. First game without Yoke, you know, scoreless, whatever. I thought the ball got sticky, whatever. But you don't want to hear about me. You want to hear from Jamal and from Bones, I think. Yeah, I want to hear from you. Yeah, um, yeah. You want to start with Jamal? I mean, what did he have to say? 
So Jamal was surly. You know, he was. You you had mentioned this maybe to us earlier that Jamal might be getting back to his uh, surly self with the media. That was definitely the case tonight. I only have two things to say about him. Number one, he said, you know, he was asked a bunch of questions about execution down the stretch. This or that. He didn't. He didn't want to talk about that. He did mention though that he thinks the team is a lot better than what they showed tonight and should have won this game. Like they, I think the whole team feels like this was one that got away. So it was like a yeah. hey, this was a loss. So this was a win turned into a loss. But the one thing he said was that he was mad at himself. He thought he, in particular, kind of lost his game, or at least was, um, you know, missed the shots that he usually makes or that he says is his responsibility to make. So it's my only note, he was very short. Didn't seem like he really wanted to talk a whole lot, but he did sort of shoulder the blame for how the game ended. Yeah, I mean, it seemed like Denver pretty much put the ball in his hands. Like, they were like, Jamal, win this or lose this for us. Like, it was, it was up like, to yeah, him. I'm going to yeah. lose it. Yeah, we lost a lot of those tonight. I, Katie Wingy put this out. I don't. She, then she was very nervous, so she she got the bones thing wrong early. But she said that the starters did not score in the fourth. I don't. Did you guys go over that? Did they not score a single point? We he said that on the show. I didn't look it up. But. We took we took it for gospel. We, we also reported. We took it for gospel. We did no back checking. It certainly felt like that. We also. So that's why I believed it. We also didn't learn our lesson from the pregame tweet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, DeAndre Jordan did not score in the fourth. Michael Porter did not score in the fourth. Did, Jamal Murray had to score. Man, Jamal how Murray. About Michael, how about Michael Porter tonight, man? That was a, that was a very um, we, we noteworthy game, it. I would say. Yeah, I'm sure you yeah. did. I mean, it, it just hurts because like there was so much opportunity there yep. for him. And um, yeah, couldn't take and, advantage. And one, of the, one of the things that happened tonight, and I'll get, just go into Bones. Bones was a little bit more you know, had, had a little bit more to say. But one of the things about Bones tonight, or one, one thing he said that guys closing tonight were in different spots and different roles than they are used to, and that maybe not everybody kind of knew what they were supposed to do in those. So some of the, like, you know, five turnovers in the clutch, no baskets, you know, not really any execution. The execution was very, very bad. And I think some of this was you get guys that usually play the three are now at the four. You get guys that usually aren't in this group. They're in this group. They're the trigger on an action. And, you know, that's not an excuse. This is a sure. professional basketball team. But I think that that's what you saw tonight. When you talk about losing yoke, yes, you lose the points, the creation, this or that. But you also put guys in different roles. And I think right. that's what you saw in the fourth quarter was, even with the bench unit at times, you just had guys that weren't used to being in spot, the spots that they were. Bones made reference to that. And it sounds like it was one of those things that was a big deal to the team down the stretch that guys just didn't know how to execute the things they were being asked to. Yeah. There just wasn't a lot of late game confidence like i didn't feel like the nuggets yeah. felt confident yeah. in themselves no yeah. they, they it was very clear that what you just said adam that they didn't know what their roles were where to be yeah. who's in charge who should be taking the shot what i mean they, they weren't even running plays down at the end it was just well they were into... I, they were running plays i think that 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 was i mean in particular i mean the one thing you know i tried to ask jamal about that last play because malone said there was a big breakdown it turns into basically an iso that yeah. wasn't supposed to be an iso that was a play that just never happened again i think because guys not used to running it in the spots that they were or what have you guys kind of moving over into different roles so again not an excuse but something to kind of note you think about all that like it's going to happen again on you know the next game. They're going to be put in, in unique spots. Um, Bones did say, though, that the first few days, so he said he kind of walked us through how this COVID thing went down. And as he's at the arena or getting to the arena, he says, like, man, I'm feeling kind of weird. He said, nothing like really bad. I'm just feeling really weird. And I told hmm. the training staff, I 
they sent me home, you know, go rest up and, you know, then obviously tested positive and stayed. It was just stuck in, in Boston, flew home by himself, like separate of the team, but just flew back on his own and then tested Southwest. right before. <laughs> Maybe, like, that's what's funny. You could have spit on, seen bones right there. But, you know, the way the protocols work are, are I'm sure you guys talked about this in the pregame. There, I'm going to, I'm going to screw this up. You have to test. You have like, I don't know if it's antibodies or what it is that you have. And once you get to a certain level, a certain, like the test will come back and say, you have 30, you score 25, you have to pass a certain threshold. So with bones, they were confident that he would, because I guess his last test that he failed yesterday was like right there. Yeah. And then today it obviously passed, but that obviously informs you to how this works. He shows up tonight, not knowing if he's going to pass this test, if he's going to be able to play or not does the test, passes, and it's like, boom, you're in. So with Nicola, I think it's going to be the same thing. I don't think it's going to be a, oh, he'll be back X day or whatever. He'll probably just keep testing, and one day he'll pass. Right. The NBA has access to these tests where it tells you what you get this number spit back, and if your number is below a certain amount or above a certain amount, I can't remember which one, but you're not contagious anymore. And so that's when you can come back if, if your number is in that certain range. And, yeah, they can you can kind of predict – where it's going to go. Another thing uh, from Bones tonight, he said that the, he thought that the difference in the game in the fourth quarter was toughness. He said they straight out up, out-toughed us. Yeah. And I have to agree watching this game. I mean, it was very physical. Randall's obviously one of the more physical guys in, in the league. But there were just moments where the play I'm thinking of in particular, Zeke Naji, that he's the entry, and I think Randall kind of gets around him and steals it. That's just one where it's like, hey, are you willing to battle for the position, possession and position on the block or position on the elbows or whatever? But he said it two times that they just out-toughed them tonight. Um, Definitely agree. <laughs> Chanchar and Zeke got a shout-out from Bones. He thought they gave great energy and physicality. Yeah. I have to agree. I thought so as well. Um, and then I asked him about, you know, Malone's uh, – is it going to be Jamal that goes to the bench or Michael Porter? I know that wasn't an issue tonight, but does that change things? And he said, not really. My approach doesn't change. Like, whoever's out there, I'm not going to tailor my game to either guy. I wonder if that'll change in the coming weeks. He hasn't actually had to make that decision yet, but it was something kind of interesting. At least at this moment, he doesn't think his game changes based on if he's given Jamal or Michael Porter to run with the second unit. Yeah. I think Bones is just going to be Bones, <laughs> really, regardless of who's out there. Yeah. Cool. That's Thanks, man. You got anything you. else? The arena was uh, – I think the arena was not – it was, like, not that great tonight because I just don't think there was that many, like, crazy plays. It got really hyped when Bones caught fire right. and hit those right. one ones and stuff. It was one, but it was kind of the only moment. The rest of the game was had this weird um, – it, it had Tuesday night energy, Wednesday night energy. Yeah, we've got Wednesday night energy too, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Look up, people. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it, man. Later. I thought, later. I thought he too looked a little streaky. Well, blown out. I know, yeah, I, I might want to reset bad. the camera and felt, like wipe really, off the lens. I should have called him out uh, more than I did. I didn't call him out at all. Yeah. And I really laid into Dev. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I have to look inward as to why I treated one differently than the other. And I think it's because Adam's just the boss. Think about that. <laughs> um, going back to around the association here, let's finish up with a couple more games and then get out of here. The Bucks beat the Cavs. The Cavs have lost like five in a row or something after their hot start. Uh, Giannis didn't even play that good of a game, but Cavs can even score 100 points. Uh, the Pelicans beat the Bulls. No surprise Damn. there. The Bulls are the Bulls are bad guys. Yeah, the yeah they're bad. That was not a good looking team. 
The Thunder beat Brendan Vogt's Washington Wizards oh 121 to 100. Did you see the SGA game? Shay Gilgis Alexander, 42 points. Dude, he and is, the game winner. He is automatic. He's unbelievable. And the game winner tonight, I mean, the, the one remaining knock on him is he's not much of a jump shooter. Yeah. It was a step back three. Right in Monte's grill, by the way. <laughs> Ouch. Defense, right in defense, Monte's grill. Oh, Monte's forte. Uh, let's see what else we got here. The Celtics beat the Hawks vote. Um, yeah. How did Tatum play? Tatum did not even have that good of a game. Oh, thank points. God. Can you actually <laughs> read me the stats? Because he's been amazing. He's a plus 28, though. Uh, don't say, no, no. The shooting numbers. <laughs> Finally, the Pacers beat the Charlotte Hornets. That's about all I got. All right. Man, tough night. Tough night, guys. I, I, feel like I had a we, tough night. Yeah, dude. I, like, I don't think we brought it. Well, the Nuggets didn't bring it I, in the fourth quarter. You know what I mean? But I like feel like we could have dug a little deeper. Like I feel like after that quick recap, like you just <laughs> did that bring you down you to a like, level I mean, you, you just couldn't recover from. That, mm. Like I don't feel like you let's made... all give each other notes. <laughs> right, so Eric thinks wind was a little mopey. <laughs> Dude, you was a little mopey. I, I thought like... Eric was a little sad tonight. I thought he was a little too negative. You know, what am I supposed to do, man? Like I don't know. They bad. did just lose to the Knicks. So. All right, let's let's all go back, think about this, <gasps> come back, to... better people. Dude, we have to have uh, a bloggers only meeting. Next <laughs> post game show. Yeah, bloggers only meeting. Uh, do we have any super chats to get to? Yair? Oh, we yeah, only a few to get to. The realist. We have shout out to you us guys. Super chats after this game, we are about to lead off, read off a list of the real ones right now. Trevor says. Trevor's a real I don't one. know if the final play was what Malone drew up, but seriously, is he the worst ATO coach in the <laughs> league? His rotations were great tonight, though. He has actually a lot of good ATOs. Um, I don't think that last play was what he drew up. It seemed to me like Jeff Green thought about going up to set a screen and then didn't. Yeah. That's my first in initial reaction and after watching it back once. And then what Adam just told us, it did seem like, yeah, whatever was drew up just never occurred. Yeah. Um, I actually think he has some some good ATOs. The, he, I mean, he had to get creative with the lineups tonight. And yeah. he, he found something. He with did that find line. a great lineup with that Blocko lineup for yeah. sure. Uh, mortgage advisors, once again, punked. We have aversion to toughness. Ugh. Nuggets were not tough enough tonight. They definitely were not. I think that's fair tonight. Yeah, That is fair. That fair. is absolutely ah. fair. Uh, Basil Carpenter, I wish the Nuggets would have re-signed DeMarcus Cousins. We're going to hear this a lot this year. I, uh, yeah. He was physical. I, I wish my threshold, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I feel the same way. I wish we had re-signed. I don't know. I kind of wish the, they did too. The thing about it is that no one has since signed. That's him. the messed up part. He's still available. Well, I think for that you can read into why. Like, I, I mean, like whatever. Uh, apparently, DeAndre Jordan was the MVP of training camp. I didn't great, say that because he had I, such I great. Just vibes. to be clear, only I said because he had such great <laughs> vibe. I'd be like, like, can we get a guy that can just knock down a shot and can be a jerk to the other team? Like, drunk philosophy says everyone's playing better when they leave Malone. That's not true. He's talking about your guy, Bull Bull, probably. Bull's just playing. That's what's happening. Bull is playing basketball, which he wasn't doing. He was not long. formerly playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt. No, there's something there. There's something there. Yeah. Uh, Joey Moya, the COVID jersey debut brings COVID with it. We can blame it on that. We can blame so this true. night on that if we really Dude, want to. Let's talk about it really quick. What did you guys think about the jersey on the floor? I found it to be exquisitely boring. I thought it was bad. Yeah, it was I didn't like it. Yeah. it to me looked it exactly looks weird. Just like an it just like looks weird to away me. jerseys. And the the 
positive COVID blue marks on the side. You're like, what are those? What yeah. <laughs> they also uh, almost put down the new city edition court and then didn't. Yeah. Or, or did and then Yo, didn't. Let's hypo like do we have any tinfoil hats? Why did they why did they remove What's they removed going a court on in Denver? They removed a court in between shoot around. We were at shoot around this morning. The city edition court that just says Denver, it's really boring, uh, was there and then at game time it wasn't. I don't what know. What happened? I don't know. Uh, drunk philosophy again. Wow. Sean Cordes, fire Malone, give five dollars, and we keep him. <laughs> Dude, this is the fun. Like, I mean, this game was the is just like this is a game that just makes you so angry. There is nothing to pull from this game. <laughs> Malone does not need to be fired because of the rotations of like the lesser versions of the Nuggets. They, they, I agree. <laughs> like, uh, here's Jamie. Why does it feel like we never get an easy look out of a timeout, especially in crunch time? Why is Malone drawing on the clipboard during timeouts? Or what is Malone drawing on the clipboard during timeouts? Um, I mean, tonight, like... Like we were just saying, I think he drew up a different play than was actually a run. I don't think he drew up a Jamal Murray ISO with 10 seconds left. I also think this is, there's a lot of, there's like a bias in play with this one of you're going to notice all the ones that don't work out, you know? Yeah. And I think maybe the efficacy rate is a little Yeah, different. I highlighted a out-of-bounds play that I really liked in uh, wind chimes a couple weeks ago um, that Malone drew up. I, I like, think he does have some the good one where plays. Jokic like streak to the basket and then uh, there was that one and then there's this other one they run where they just like clear a whole side of the floor and Jamal Murray and Jokic just run a two man game. It's mm. like a, a bucket every time. All right, what else we got? We appreciate all these. We appreciate all. Dude, this uh, is the Gordon, the real dude. Gordon alert! It was a damn good try and almost pulled it out. Ride and die Nuggets. Let's go. Let's die. ride and die. Let's die. We die baby. tonight, <laughs> Gordon. Gordon. I love Gordon. Inspirational. I love these uh, people. Doc, dude. no. MPJ takes more heat than Jamal, but just had third surgery. Scores more than Jamal. Is uh, 0.4 rebounds behind AG and gets no rhythm chances. Maul coughed this one up. Oh. Yeah, I mean, Jamal was, was bad in the fourth. Absolutely. Um, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. just no-show tonight, though. I think they can both get their hefty share. Yeah, this blame. is like one yeah. of these things where you're like... Uh, you're arguing to figure out who's the worst in a competition of two guys that were bad. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I think, like, Porter gets a lot of blame, at least. When I'm hard on Porter, it comes from a place of, like, me knowing that he can be so much more than he is. And it's frustrating on nights like tonight and, like, through a lot of his career when like, you can just see the pathway to him being of course. the player that he can be and reaching his potential. But... He just, there's like this wall that he can't break through almost. Well, this t tonight, the frustrating part is that he was like kind of being petulant. Like he was like yeah. acting like things weren't going his way. So he just wasn't, you know, it was like, well, whatever. And you're like, bro, no, come on, man. Like, you and, gotta and, you know, can th those can be learning moments. Went through that in Boston, responds with the best game of the season. Totally. So what, what, what does he have in store from here? Yeah. Uh, Sean Cordes is back. Won't spend a dollar Let's to go, keep him cheap. <laughs> Uh, by the way, I I appreciate all the super chats. I'm gonna skip your drunk philosophy, <laughs> guy buying money to talk shit. 
Uh, and Joseph, last one of the night. Murray seems to get jealous and purposely looks off MPJ sometimes. Porter had early buckets, and Jamal purposely stopped passing to him. Interesting. Uh, he had Interesting. an early bucket. Bucket, singular. <laughs> singular. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll have to go back and watch. I, I don't know why Jamal would do that. Like, Are these, I mean, these dynamics do exist. In, sure, on they absolutely teams. do. Uh, I don't know if that is one. We got, yeah, we got to, we got to, we got to dig in a little deeper though. But, but that's your why homework would assignment. He do it? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'll do it. All right. That's all the time we got for tonight. Thanks oh, for tuning man. in. You guys are the real ones, Dude, you know. Real, you I guys who super believe. chatted. You guys who hung out through the whole show in the chat. You, you guys are the real up. ones. You lifted us up. I was ready to pack it in as a person. Absolutely. And now I'm back. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, guys. The Nuggets go to Dallas. They've oh, got baby. a two-game set there in a couple of days. We'll be back uh, then. Talk to you guys later. Let's go.